Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Jason Oates, the founder of the non-surgical penis augmentation procedure that we call Caliber. People call me the dick doctor, and I'll be talking all things penis, including size, shape, and function. Well, hi everybody, uh, it's Dr. Oates here, the uh, dick doctor again. Uh, finally getting on to doing a, uh, a, another recording of the Penis Podcast. Uh, and it's my great pleasure to finally be able to introduce Dr. Dan. Um, we're finally be able to get ourselves um, together after a very long period. And um, welcome, Dr. Dan. It's good to have you on the Penis Podcast. Hello. Yeah, finally. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, this will be your fault for heading off to Melbourne and... Um, then we, we don't get to ever see each other ever again. Um, but why don't we just first start off introducing who you are. Tell everybody how long you've been doing Calibre with me. Um, from the beginning, uh, from when it was, uh, when we were doing the trials uh, at the start with um, so-called experimental treatment. Um, so it's a good six, seven years at least. Can't remember time flies. Now, now Oh, lockdown. Yeah, because because I think time freezes for me uh, since I've been locked down in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So almost eight years, um, and of course that was in Perth. So Dr. Dan um, used to work um, uh, with me in my clinic here in Subiaco in, in Perth, and he would do lasers and fillers and threads, um, but. It was just useful to have another person uh, available to do caliber. And so Dr. Dan was doing um, a lot of the caliber. And then I guess the, the other thing was that we eventually introduced Alonce. So the most common thing that I still use for, for caliber is the hyaluronic acid fillers, the gel fillers. Um, uh, the ones that have been around, in fact, Restylane has now been around for 25 years. It's just hit their anniversary. Um, and that's the, the gel filler and it does break down. Uh, we do need to top it up after a couple of years. Uh, and it is what I term tunable um, in that we can uh, adjust it with a medication called Hylase. And if you get a little lump or a bump, you can take it down. But then there was a long save, this long-term filler. Uh, and that's something that you've really taken to, Dr. Yeah, initially I really liked the hyaluronic acid filler for its reversibility and as you say, the tunability of it. Um, and it gives us a great uh, safety net. Um, but as I, as we did more and more, and uh, as we uh, talked to other doctors around the world, um, especially in, in Asia, they, they were doing a lot of more permanent or semi-permanent um, fillers. And Elonce uh, um, um, became more and more popular with my Asian patients uh, for other areas, jaw, uh, forehead. Um, and as we became more used to the product and um, we got to understand it a bit more and uh, more familiar with using it, um, we started using it in the penis for Calibre. Um, and I find the advantages uh, great. I immediately... Um, took a real liking to it uh, due to its um, a texture or effect uh, after it's done. It's, uh, it feels a little bit firmer um, and uh, it, it is not as tunable uh, as hyaluronic acid, 
uh, because it's a semi-permanent uh, filler. It's a collagen stimulator. Uh, in fact, it's one of the, the um, compare to the other types of collagen stimulators uh, on the market right now, um, one doesn't have a gel. Uh, Elonse has a gel in it. Uh, uh, and another one also has a gel, but it's not quite as uh, uh, stimulating, or not quite as collagen uh, productive as the Elonse. Yeah, yeah. When I very first considered this a decade or more ago, um, it was the that first collagen um, stimulator sculpture that um, made me at first think that this could be the, the product to use. Uh, but as you say, it's just dissolved in um, water, saline. Um, and so initially you inject it in, it's sort of watery, that water gets absorbed over the next 24 hours or so. And then it sort of disappears and you're left with nothing. And that was always the, the problem with that sort of product is you do all of, the, all of this stuff and people pay all of that money. Uh, and then two days later, they can't see anything. And they've got to patiently wait you know, two or three months for that collagen to build up to gradually sort of see it. And I know actually there is somebody um, uh, who is now starting to use sculpture in that area. So maybe it, it's great. Maybe it works really, um, really well. But as you say, the advantage of the Alonso is uh, it comes with a, its own short term gel that starts disappearing after a, a month or so. And guys often notice that a little bit of a, a decrease in volume around that mm. six weeks after the um, that injection. Um, but yeah, you get to see that initial result. And that is pretty much akin to the, what you're going to end up with, isn't it? It's that one-to-one -one sort of thing, which is sort of yeah. useful. Yeah, yeah. It's a, we always warn about the dip, uh, as, as you say. Yeah, six to eight weeks and um, up to 12 weeks uh, to take full effect. Uh, even though we want patients, patients always uh, will uh, always get worried, don't they? Say, oh, it's coming down, it's coming down, and then uh, that's uh, and then they they're generally most ninety nine percent is very very happy at the three month follow up mark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's surprising how it definitely keeps on enlarging for at least that three months. You know, and I get the feeling even longer than that. Um, yeah, some some people. Um, I had one guy, uh, and, and this varies with uh, different patients. I had one um, guy who, um, you know how you do it, and then you bring him back in two weeks for review. For whatever reason, he, he came back, um, he booked in for the repeat procedure, the second procedure in two weeks. And when he came in, I looked at it and I said, I actually forgot how much I did. I, I thought I only did a certain amount of meals. I, he, he, he had a 20 meal package, and um, I'm pretty sure I only used 12 or for, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it was and it looked like he had a full like full 20 meals in there and I was like what I had to go back in my notes check it out and and so he, he immediately within the two weeks um just kept that uh volume it's oh, yeah. uh and it, it, he actually uh went above what we expected and uh it kept on going like that for the next three months so some people that can happen very rapid Lee, and some people you have to wait the three months so that's uh yeah. um, everyone's a bit different well that's the thing with alonso is it is all about the patient growing mm. generating their own collagen and i think that's why we do get um more issues and lumps and bumps with it uh, and these are the things that we need to be able to discuss with patients um 
I see some guys with uh, the hyaluronic acid products, they're, confirmed, they're concerned that it's going to be too squishy and soft. And um, as you said, you are, you prefer a firm penis when you're describing your also. <laughs> um, most guys do prefer a, a firm penis as well. And yeah, the alongside it does have that. Um, and it, just that just feels like thicker, solid skin and tissue. Um, and when guys have a lot of HA, when you're getting over 20, even 30 mils of HA, yeah, it can be just that little bit soft. Um, I don't find most guys worry about it because they're carrying so much um, extra weight down here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then some guys are worried about it breaking down. Um, this is certainly an area there's a lot of psychology um, in, involved, and some guys are just worried about it's getting smaller every day. Trying to explain to them that you are just not going to notice it. Right? In 18 months, you might be thinking maybe, but it's not that you're looking at it every day, it's getting smaller and smaller. So those guys like um, a lot say um, as well because of that, that longevity. In fact, I just saw a post on fallow boards. And so for anybody who doesn't know, um, I'll post a link in, in the notes. Um, but um, fellow boards is a forum where guys who have had penis augmentation around the world, and these are the guys going back to histories for 20 years or more, um, discuss it. And uh, I had a patient who flew out from the USA, uh, and he went by um, the, the handle of fellow boards of Subtle 77. And I just saw that somebody sent him a message saying, look, it's been over four and a half years um, since you had a long say, um, and how's it going? Because the last time we heard from him might have been at the very start of this year, maybe 10 months or so ago, and he was saying at that stage, no change, I'm almost four years in, hasn't seen any change in it. So that's sort of been our experience, that I've never really seen anybody where it's just gone away yet. No, and even for hyaluronic acid, um, I don't. Um, a lot of a lot of patients, uh, even at the two year mark, some of your patients um, had most 95, 90 percent of the product are remaining. Uh, 95 percent of the circumference, um, the the girth, girth maketh the man, as I always say, um, mm. remaining. So you know that's a great result. So you, uh, patients shouldn't expect that uh, it totally disappears, and um, um, it's. And that's with hyaluronic acid, where it's expected to kind of we warn patients, yeah, it's uh, not permanent. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure major, uh, there's at least thirty percent or twenty percent that is would be remained in most patients uh, over that two years. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I expect guys to retain about two thirds of it by two years. Uh, yeah. I saw a guy just recently, and it had been over six years and he still had definite product um, uh, remaining and I was, I was actually surprised but I hadn't seen him at least I hadn't seen his penis in, uh, in those uh, six or so years and um, yeah I was surprised there's still definite sort of product there to, um, to fill around so that was sort of interesting but what I was going to come back to with the Alonso I was sort of saying because it's more dependent on that person's um, actual response to the product that um, uh, you do get more lumps and bumps and areas of, of thickening. Uh, I had a patient of my own just sort of recently 
And I had done the treatment um, maybe in April, so four or five, almost six months ago now. Uh, and I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfect, smooth, even. But he came back with an area of thickness and, and lumpiness. Not so much that you could see, but you could definitely feel it. Uh, and so I've been doing some injections of steroid into that. And it's been shrinking down a bit. But it's not like managing um, a lump with HA where you put a drop of hyaluronic acid. You can take a lump out sort of immediately. Mm, yeah, so that's the um, issue with the Lance is uh, you need to have an experienced doctor uh, or experienced uh, clinician to, to be able to do it uh, well. Uh, and even most guys come out of our uh, of of the procedure looks fantastic. It's uh, it's nice and smooth, um, but it depends on their metabolism. It depends on a lot of um, how their penis sits afterwards. I've been doing some uh, creative uh, um, kind of. Um, bandaging um, yeah. with with the penis uh, to to help um with that and and even uh, some guys have uh had had um great tips that i i would share to other patients for example um bike shorts or, or old undies if you just if they're tight uh you just cut a little hole through it and it helps keep uh the the the, the penis in in a certain position um and um and and yeah and various uh techniques that that patients uh, would do to to help um afterwards um but i find it depends on it, it's hard to judge uh, what happens because it, it depends on the patient's metabolism and, and how they take to the product. And it's yeah. not necessarily their comorbidity, it's not necessarily diabetes or health-wise or age, um, because um, I think my oldest patient with a Lancet is like 75, 76 years old, um, done very, very well uh, with it. He wanted a really long-lasting sort of, at 76, he wanted to make sure that his result was gonna last for 10 years, did he? His result was going to last for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it, for the rest uh, of his... and uh, yeah, and 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 so that's. Um, but the, with with the with the lumps, uh, most of it is uh, more of a psychological to me. Like when looking at it, you can't mm. tell. It's not like you can you can see. Oh, um, yeah, immediately there are ways uh, using biologics, using steroids uh, to um, soften uh, the tissue up. Uh, the, I guess uh, that comes with an advantage is that the Alonsei doesn't uh, migrate as uh, would a HA and especially some HAs. Uh, the tissue integration is not fast enough. Um, and, and so, and even over time, uh, HAs are known to have some migration. And, and so that's the reverse side of the coin where uh, the Alonsei being, I, I, I term the, uh, the words more stickier, uh we have to be really careful uh where you place it um and uh and and the depth and 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 getting it getting it right and that's why we always say um i do it over a two-stage process it's uh it's that expectation so that patients say you know what it's like laying down concrete or laying down a foundation first you you lay down the base layer you let it set and that can be a little bit Sometimes when they come back, it can be a little bit bumpy. In which case, I often wait the 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 three months to let it really set because it it uh, the growth can happen at various rates in different areas. And once all that's done, and 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 you dilute the the second um, lot of elance, the second step, and you kind of 
layer over the top and you make it nice and smooth, I find that quite uh, acceptable. There are some patients who come back who say, oh, it's a bit uneven and that, and, and we kind of counsel them and say, that's expected. That's what we tell you at the very beginning. Uh, that's okay. And they usually come back around about the four to six week mark. Um, not only are they sad because it's coming down, they're also sad because it's uh, a, a little bit bumpy or a little bit whatever. But I've never had any granulomas. Um, so there's a big difference between bumps and granulomas, uh, where they can be uh, infective or non-infective granulomas, I guess. But uh, the Elonsay doesn't really show that granulomas like a HA would. Yeah, well, fortunately, we're not um, sort of seeing that. I have seen granuloma in the face with a, for a Lonsay, uh, and it took, yeah, injections of, of steroids um, to help settle that down. Um, again, this is just something we have to be able to discuss with, with guys. Um, uh, there's no, like, perfect sort of solution for achieving uh, a bigger penis, and you're always like, looking for the the safest that gives us the, the best result that lasts the, the, the longest. But none of these products are, are actually specifically made for, um, for the penis. And in fact, you know, the studies that we've done, and if I finally get around to it and you know, complete our current ones, um, now that I'm on school holidays, I'm supposed to be taking some time to do that. Um, but yeah, there, there just isn't a lot of studies and we need to be, um, part of that and producing that sort of work to, to make sure that people I thought you were getting your hair ready for the professorship photo that's why yes <laughs> yeah. yes, yes I was gonna say your hair's looking long too but um um yeah I've never not even when I was a teenager I never had my hair as, as long as it go very um uh, very glamorous uh, my daughter thinks it's very funny um, me having long gray hair um, so yes, um, and in fact, um, my hairdresser moved and that's sort of my uh, excuse. Um, but I did go on a podcast with him uh, just last week. Uh, so again, we'll put this into the uh, show notes. Um, it's called Men With Issues. Uh, it's an Australian guys uh, podcast. Uh, it's really just guys having a chat. But yeah, we sat and had a chat for about an hour and a half, uh, mostly about penises and guys' relationships. That's why he couldn't cut your penis, hair, because so. you were talking for an hour and a half with him. <laughs> well, yeah, in that time, you could have given me a haircut. So um, uh, so yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, um, Men With Issues, I think it's actually two. So this is the Australian Men With Issues, um, and you'll find me having a, a more casual sort of um, casual chat there. But look, so... You're in Melbourne, um, in your car, it would appear at the moment. <laughs> so that's great. Thank you very much. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's the, um, the only place I can uh, talk without a mask on. Uh, because oh, because in the office, you have to wear a mask as well. Yes, oh, that's right. Okay. Um, so to keep the uh, tear level down, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's, that's great. Hopefully, Melbourne will be. Um, getting this Delta outbreak under control soon. They'll get their vaccination levels up and things will be opening up because there was all of 2020 where we couldn't travel from you know, WA to um, Victoria. We probably could travel that way, just couldn't come back to, um, to Perth. So we weren't able to provide um, 
uh, caliber services to guys in uh, Victoria for all of 2020. And then sort of around New Year, you ended up over in Melbourne. And as, as I predicted, they went into lockdown and you weren't able to come back. So now for 2021, you've actually been living in, in Melbourne. We've been able to run a, a more regular caliber clinic there um, whenever Melbourne isn't actually in lockdown. And seeing was it just yesterday. Well, we did pretty well until, uh, until basically July, August. I can't remember when the, yeah. uh, when, how long this lockdown has been uh and and that it had been very very uh busy and popular uh and i'm looking forward to opening it back up uh they're talking about end of october um yeah. but it pro probably go past november um but uh today is the uh our record day we have the highest uh single cases in uh australian history we beat sydney yay over 1700 congratulations cases. melbourne and well yesterday they reached the um, the record of having the most days in lockdown for any city mm. anywhere in the world, beating Buenos Aires, I think it was. Um, yes, that's right. And I don't want to rub it into everybody in the world, but um, I'm living in Perth. Uh, we haven't had a lot of lockdowns. Um, we haven't had like a lot of cases, like a handful of cases like this entire year. It's just that we can't go anywhere and nowhere. <laughs> can come here uh, so if, you're, come in. if you're in a, another country and you haven't sort of heard this WA's had this really strict um border protection and even australians even west australians from other states can't come into into west australia so dr dan even if you wanted to come back and see his house which apparently i think your renovations have gone really well um <laughs> I understand there's a homeless, no longer homeless family living in your house. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've had, at least we've got Dr. Dan um, in Melbourne and when Melbourne comes um, out of lockdown, we'll finally be able to get guys in and be able to start doing um, treatments again. And in fact, apart from just either hyaluronic acid or I want to say for augmenting the shaft, uh, you'll be able to start doing the, um, the new treatment of using Aquamid, which is a mm. permanent filler for augmenting the mm. glands. Uh, and the reason why we started this, and I, I have um, done some posts on, on this, but I don't think I've done a full podcast. We've, um, we've always struggled a bit to get long lasting results in the, the head of the penis. Um, mm. Head of the penis is just different, isn't it? It's just, it's got that um, vascular, um erectile tissue Spongy. yeah erectile tissue and it doesn't have the space like the shaft of the penis has which has got a space where we can put the filler so we had the two options you either put it into the skin the surface of the glands which makes it a bit lumpy and bumpy very frequently it decreases the sensitivity and in korea this is where the idea came from for treating um, premature ejaculation um but it can last quite a long time when it's very superficial, but it may have lumps and bumps. And when we injected it deeper, the blood flow of the erectile tissue, that blood flow that when you get an erection in there, just washed it away. And that was just useful. Well, we tried it with um, Elonce and, and that was the, uh, we've tried it with some patients with Elonce and it's the same. Uh, I was that. so surprised that, that mm. the Elonce. But for some reason, there's something about 
the gelling nature of Aquamid that it doesn't wash away. And so I've been using it for about three years um, uh, in this Spanish uh, andrology clinic. Uh, and that had good success. They, um, that, um, that maintained their, um, their increase. Now they're not going for big size increases, not necessarily in the way that, that we made, but the protocol is to use just um, three mils. And I've been getting around about 15, 20% increase in the diameter of the penis. So going from 30 millimeter diameter to 35, 36, sometimes 37 millimeter diameter. Uh, I've had one guy that would come back and done a second treatment, but I haven't um, measured him for the, for the follow-up. So, um, so Dr. Dan, hopefully you will be included in the international study that we're going to be doing. Uh, Looking forward to it. Um, it'll be us in Australia, um, the, the Spanish group. I believe there's a group in Japan that are going to be involved and possibly one in um, uh, the USA. Uh, using this permanent filler for, for glands augmentation. So that's really interesting. Uh, we've had a lot of guys who've been interested in, in that, but you know, we've been somewhat disappointed previously. So this that's a, a great um, sort of thing. And then of course the other sort of side of the, the caliber sort of practice that is, is available in Melbourne is the erectile dysfunction. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that on, a, on another um, podcast, um, but you've been doing some you know, really great stuff with um, the P-shot, the, the PRP, platelet-rich plasma into the penis, uh, and also with the shockwave therapy. And don't worry, guys, it's not electric shocks into the penis. It's a, um, they're acoustic sort of shockwaves. It's like a physiotherapy, but um, yeah, you've had some really interesting sort of results. And maybe we'll get together again and find out what you've been uh, doing over there with uh, erectile dysfunction. Yeah, no, I've had some really, really good results for for patients that um, haven't had uh, an erection for either years or uh, some due to trauma, some due to other uh, conditions. But uh, yeah, great results. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to follow up and discuss that that more. So thanks a lot for being available today, and um, I look forward to getting you on again. I'm actually listening a lot more to you telling us about the experiences that you've been having um, uh, with doing treatments over in Melbourne. So thanks a lot. We'll talk again soon. No worries. Bye, everyone. Thanks for having me on, Jason. Good You're to welcome. see you. Good to see you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>